You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. game coming up on Sunday, man. Yeah, huge game. You, you know, but the nice part is you can kind of sit back a little bit and and not put so much pressure on this game. If you go into this game 0-2, then this is like must yeah. win to try to make the playoffs. I mean, it's really hard to start 0-3, especially with DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins out through six games. Like, you're putting yourself in a major hole, uh, especially with the injuries that you have as well. Like, so hopefully guys are coming back. I did see the injury report came out uh, today already as we're recording on a Wednesday or Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. As we record on a Thursday, I did see the injury report come out. I'm trying to pull that up here now uh, to kind of point out some of that. We had a lot of rest days over the last couple of days. I've seen that, which to a degree is kind of concerning as a fan of like, <laughs> why are we resting this early in the season? You know, well, yeah, we, we talked about the, uh, the practice, you know, and I guess the mentality with Cliff Kingsbury and how hard that he's working them at practice. Yeah. The players talked about following the, uh, the so week let, me one give you, loss. let me give you the rest guys, just the rest yeah. guys, uh, Kelvin Beecham from the O line, Hollywood Brown as a wide, you know, wide receiver, AJ green, wide receiver, Zach Ertz, tight end, uh, Rodney Hudson, our center on the offensive line, Justin Pugh on the offensive line, and that looks like it. So you got one, two, three, four, five, six guys, six veterans days off compared to on the Rams side. The only person getting a veterans day off on Wednesday. So this is from yesterday was, uh, was Aaron Donald, right? And Aaron Donald going into the season was contemplating retirement. So, you know, I guess that can be understood. They're trying to get, you yeah. know, save, savor him throughout the season. He was already kind of burnt out. It seems we do have a lot of injuries still. Rondell Moore, obviously, still battling that uh, hamstring injury. There, there was more rumors he might be back this week. I kind of saw that. James Conner, they said it wasn't serious, that ankle. He left the game uh, Sunday. Hope to see him back this week. Uh, but he also did not practice at all. So I, I don't know if that's likely midweek that he hasn't gotten any reps. Um, J.J. Watts was limited. Uh, I think they're just trying to nurse him because of that calf. Uh, but he looked great right in the game the other day um andy isabella still still uh i guess the nice notes here is andy isabella and trayvon mullen the corner that they traded for from the raiders they both were full participants in practice that was actually trayvon mullen's first full practice with the team since being traded here so you know you're seeing andy get healthy you're seeing trayvon mullen get healthy so it looks like some reinforcements are coming no real new injuries other than james connor it will be interesting to um, make a note of, you know, the Rams only resting one guy and Aaron Donald and the Cardinals resting a, a lot of well, their players. Well, the, where, the Rams do have other injuries, though. They do have right. a, a center who has a knee injury, their, their corner, their, uh, Van Jefferson, one of their, you know, he was a, a very important piece to that offense last year. 
uh, he's hurt. So you, you definitely have a few guys. It doesn't look like week one when the Chiefs were here and they were fully healthy and, and you know, it's a little yeah. bit different this week. Right. But I mean, you had mentioned just uh, resting a lot of our, uh, <laughs> a lot of our stars, but I mean, that that'll be worth coming back to and looking at, you know, if, uh, if the Cardinals do lose on Sunday. Well, and you um, know what that could be though, Gunner, you know, you think about how they finished last year. Maybe it's they're just trying to save some of these guys as the season yeah. goes on. And, you know, one of our guests today uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, John Skelton, former Cardinals quarterback. Uh, he's been in the locker room before and and he he knows what it's like to play with veterans. He played with Larry Fitzgerald and many others. Uh, it'll be interesting to hear his perspective on on that, the resting of the players. So we'll yeah. ask him that when he comes on. But, um, yeah, the, the one thing what's nice is when we reset the NFC West, the whole division's one and one, you right. know initially I think the Cardinals you get a little nervous that they're going to fall behind the pack, but everything's even right now. And if they were to lose to the Rams this weekend, not that I'm hoping or thinking, but if it were to happen, I think you just need to go three and three in this six game stretch with yeah. hop out. And, and it's a whole new ball game once he comes back and maybe some players get rested, you know, barring any other injuries. So really you're in a good spot right now. You're, you're staying 500 and that's really what you want to do in this next, you know, couple of games here, the next four games. But we're also playing at home where the Cardinals have struggled at home. Can you, a uh, little trivia question. Do you remember the last home game the Cardinals won? It was a uh, week. Ooh, man. It was weeks. I want to say it was week seven against Houston here. Yeah, that's what year. it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cards won 31 to five against the Texans and they haven't won. Uh, a game in State Farm Stadium since. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, Tyler crazy? Yeah. No, we actually talked about this uh, on the post-game show uh, after the Raiders game. I had uh -huh. mentioned that Kyler Murray, until that second half, you know, halfway through the third quarter, hadn't looked like himself since week seven of last season, since that mm -hmm. Houston game. I mean, Green Bay, he was off and on, and, and then the A.J. Green thing. But ultimately, you know, yeah, that's – that that's no surprise here because yeah, that, that's how he's looked. He's looked very sluggish ever since. And uh, then also had the injury stuff last year, but uh, hopefully the switch has been flipped and going into this weekend, we'll be in good shape. Yeah. But at, at this time, let's bring in our first uh, guest of the show. Mr. John Skelton, former Arizona Cardinals quarterback. Hey, John, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys doing, man? I'm trying to keep up with your uh, backup, Tyler, but I just got a whiteboard today. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, and he's got, <laughs> look at that. He's got the, he's got the uh, Twitter handle. Man, John's yeah. all piled in here. Oh. Some, some free advertising for you guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pro. I love this. A pro's pro. Uh, John, obviously, to get right into it, talking football here, Cardinals Rams this Sunday, battle of two quarterbacks, Matt Stafford last year made a huge impact on this Rams team. Obviously going into this season, there's questions about his elbow and uh, shoulder, his whole right arm, his whole throwing arm is, is yeah. of a concern at this point. Kyler Murray, obviously Jekyll and Hyde compared to what he's been the first six quarters of this season to the last two. What are you looking most forward to uh, this weekend between those two quarterbacks? I, I think the biggest thing is who's going to, who's going to blink first. Who's going to make that mistake. You know, we, uh, was it three turnovers last week, three interceptions for Stafford? And a lot of those led to points. Um, and with the Cardinals defense, if they're fully healthy, you know they're going to get after him and make some, make him make some plays. And on the reverse side of that, I mean, we saw a 22-second play from Kyler Murray 
that ended up in a two-point conversion, um, it, it's ultimately going to be who makes that mistake that's going to cost their team, if you ask me. And, and right now, um, coming off the momentum, the way that Murray finished the game last week, I think he's the one that has to, to say, hey, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it from the beginning of the game this year instead of waiting until late in the second half. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Right now, the Rams, we look offensively, uh, 31st in, the, in rushing right now in the league. Uh, the, the Cardinals' defense, you know, we were 32nd up until I think we're, we're – Right now, we're 31st against the pass. Uh, you know, when we look at our team as a whole versus their offense, yes, they're clicking when you have Cooper Cup, obviously. You know, you look at him and and the things he's done in two weeks. Now, I know they're trying to get Allen Robinson into the offense, and they're, they're working on those things. But, you know, something's got to break here. With, with the Rams struggling with their rush game and us kind of struggling against the pass up until the last half of the last game, I mean, where do you see which which team are we going to see? Because the Rams, they've they've kind of had their own Jekyll and Hyde on offense, right? Yeah. Who who are you looking to see from both sides? So so I'll say this, uh, Tyler, to answer that question: Sean McVay is someone who's going to still try to establish that run, right? And not might not be successful. They might be thirty first in, in rushing, like you mentioned, but he's not going to abandon the run game. Right. So, so he's not he's not going to abandon Cam Akers like I did with my fantasy team. I, 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 don't think I, I literally traded him at halftime of the first game of the season against the Bills <laughs> because I was like, man, this guy's gotten two carries and he's supposed to be a dominant running back for the Rams. But when you look at that number, like clearly that run game is as struggled as a whole between Henderson, him and and the other reserves. Yeah, I, I don't think in that Rams offense, having a running back is all that great for your fantasy team. But I do think Sean McVay is going to continue to rush the ball in order to set up those pass plays. He's going to get the ball to Higby. He's obviously going to get it to Cooper Cup. And you can't do that without running some plays that are going to set up the play fake or set up those in and out routes and let him get one on one with somebody. So as far as them fully abandoning the run, I don't see that happening. I think they're going to continue to run whether they're successful with it or not. It'll at least establish the pass. And I think if you look at the reverse side of it, Kingsbury is really quick to just say, all right. Murray, let's go make a play. You know, let's yeah. move the pocket. Let's get you out of there. Um, and they're they're still struggling to kind of find that identity as an offense. Where you know, are we going to establish the run? Are we going to set up the pass? Are we going to set up, uh, move the pocket in order to set up the pass or something like that? And and they're still trying to figure out that identity. And and I think a lot of people in the valley are saying, you know, it's year three with Murray and Kingsbury. Let's get these guys going. They should already have an identity as an offense, and it shouldn't come in a big scramble late in the fourth quarter to try to win the game. Speaking about the Cardinals, you know, the run game, when you talk about the best thing for a quarterback or best friend for a quarterback it is a good run game uh, with James Conner being out, you know, seeing what happened with the fill-ins, you know, Benjamin's been great when he's, when he's gotten opportunities so far, uh, Daryl Williams, there was a reason Patrick Mahomes called Cliff and said, you got to sign this guy. 
he looked phenomenal in coming in. He broke a real big play. Uh, it seemed like it really helped Kyler Murray open things up offensively. Um, what do you do? You think that continues to roll this weekend? Yeah, I mean, I, I've been in games in the past where our number one uh, running backs out, and then it becomes kind of running back by committee. And hey, whoever's rep this is, make it count. You know, get get that ball run downhill. You know, try to establish that run not only for the pass game but also for for Murray, it'll slow things down if you have a second and six as opposed to a first and ten, or I'm sorry, a second and ten. Uh, the old linemen, man, if they're getting crushed or if they're having to cover any stunts or, or Aaron Donald one-on-one, and then all of a sudden we get like a zone run play that breaks for 10, 15 yards, that gets the old line going, and they're able to play a little faster. Now the D-line's playing a little more on their heels because they can't just pin their ears back and rush. So I think going into this week with Connor being out, it is going to be kind of that that trial by committee. Everyone's going to be getting their reps. I don't think anyone's probably going to get more than 10 touches, but they're probably going to be spread out between those guys that are filling in for Connor. Uh, the Cardinals right now currently 11th, 11th in total rushing yards. I think a bunch of those came from that Kyler Murray scramble that uh, yeah. <laughs> he ran like 85. Now I know this doesn't count, but he ran like 85 yards in 20 seconds uh, side to side. And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, between Kyler's legs and, and the, the guys in the running back room. Uh, let, let's, let's go back to some of your time in the league. Uh, when you look at a game like, like Sunday and how it finished, I mean, do you, what, what is, is there a time that you remember ever being like that in a situation, a comeback win, uh, when you were at the team? Um, no, it's, it's nothing that dramatic. It certainly yeah, wasn't, right? wasn't me or Kevin Cobb or, uh, Ryan <laughs> Lindley running around for 22 hey, seconds. Hey, I, I, did, I did see, and, and, Yes, I know your run. Your running skills probably aren't the same as Kyler's, but I did see. Uh, uh, the, hey, the arm was nice though. I saw a picture the other day on Facebook. I think you posted or someone posted and tagged you, and you, you commented on it that one of the best pat, uh, one of the best passes catch, one of the best catches by Larry Fitzgerald in his career. Uh, that one where he had to really stretch out for it. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame that on your arm and your pass. I think Larry's not always where he's supposed to be. Larry Fitzgerald, he's known not to be in the right spot all the time. How did you see that pass? So I saw Larry, <laughs> and I said, he's deeper than he should be, but he's open. And I took the throw, and sure enough, one-handed, stretched that arm out, brought it in. I think it was for a first down as well. But, yeah, that that guy – I'll say this, too, about Larry. We had, we had one rule when we were throwing the ball to Larry, especially deep, is don't overthrow Larry. And that's for two reasons. One, Larry's going to go up. He's going to compete. He's going to catch that ball and bring it down if he's in traffic. Two, he's really self-conscious of his speed. So if you overthrow him, he's going to think it's his fault for not being fast enough. <laughs> and that's one rule I never broke when I was throwing to Larry. Um, speaking about Larry, he was on Monday Night Football, what was it, last week. And at the end of the segment, he uh, he took off his jacket, he handed it over, and he went out for a little pass. And it got people chirping. Can this guy still play? Obviously, I don't think he's coming back. But where I'm posing this question is, I heard some chirping that uh, John Skelton was looking at uh, maybe some XFL action earlier this year. <laughs> How true are those rumors? So as soon as I saw the uh, the tryout date set for here in Arizona, I was like, damn, maybe I'll just do it. I'll just go out there. <laughs> if anything, I'll do it for the digital content. And then when I finally went to register, it's like, oh, registration's full. You can you can be on the waiting list or something like that. So I was like, 
I'm sure as soon as that post went out where people said, oh, you can just have open tryouts, I'm sure everyone just flooded in at that point. So, oh, yeah, no, there's no there's no retirement or there's, there's no uh, coming out of retirement. I'm, I'm fully dedicated to what I'm doing now. I don't know, John. I think we're going to uh, spread that rumor on Twitter after this show drops that John Skelton coming out of retirement and uh, you could see him on the field. Look, Joe Flacco's still out there slinging it. I mean, you could you're younger than Joe. You can get out there. Joe's, Joe's looking good out there. I like yeah. that. I'm, I'm dedicated. I'm helping out over at uh, Corona del Sol with their football program, working with the freshmen, trying to make sure that those kids good are able to that. read defenses and, and get the ball in the right place. So that, that keeps me busy. I really enjoy that, working with those kids. That's really cool. And, and you're really tied to the community. Obviously, I know, I know you were doing a lot in Tempe, uh, running for like city council, things like that. Yeah. But um Obviously, you own a small business here in the Valley. Talk to people about that. I'd love to hear about it's It's really awesome. We know a lot of players, a lot of athletes like to live in the Valley. Once they move here and either they played here on the team or they just relocated here because they, they're in baseball and they go to spring training and whatever, whatever. Um, but it's really cool to see life after football. You're still very active in the community. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I was done playing and I got cut from Canada, I said, you know, where do I want to live? Where do I want to make my home? And I came back to the Valley and I told my realtor, I want to live somewhere in Tempe, Chandler, Ahwatukee, somewhere in that, you know, East Valley, close to the practice facility and ended up buying a house about six, uh, six minute drive from the practice facility in Tempe and son goes to school over here. I ran for city council. Like you said, we lost, but you know, it's, it's a learning experience that I took in. I'm on the board of the uh, Tempe Community Action Agency. It's a social service nonprofit here in the Valley. And then uh, I, about two years ago, two and a half years ago, I opened my business. It's called Senior Helpers of Tempe. We provide uh, in-home non-medical care for seniors. And uh, it's been great. It's been great. My whole world is basically a five-mile radius from my house and uh, just happens to be here in South Tempe. Um, well, John, we appreciate you coming on the show. It's really awesome. Everything you're doing today, still here in the Valley and, and helping seniors and uh, working with the youth over at, uh, you said it was, uh, not Mark Marcos at Corona, 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 at Corona. Oh, Corona, where my kid went, you're at Corona. You That's awesome. Well, John, uh, anything you want to plug any, any handles? No, no, I got John Skelton 19. It's my Instagram. I think you guys do a great job week in, week out, um, especially when you're hustling to try to get it right after the game, Tyler. I took my hat to you. Uh, oh, the, airport was the, a, the airport was a nightmare, but yeah, <laughs> no, I appreciate that. John, the, the last thing I got to ask for before we let you go is between uh, Max Williams and your stash, I think we need to do a, a, men of the valley calendar for kickoff in the valley that we'll get out there to try to get some women listeners so we'll get you and max together okay. to do like uh november yeah that you'll be november uh in the calendar for us okay that, that's not a bad idea i think max max is probably one of the few people that makes me look small and <laughs> him and his look and everything i think we'd sell a lot of calendars like that I love it. John Skelton, former Cardinals quarterback. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we're, I'm because we're buddies. I'm definitely going to be hitting you up down the road to get you right come on later this season. So appreciate you, bud. Absolutely. Thank you guys.